Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And this is the Gem Jam, where we do an episode-by-episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because it is outrageous, and we love it, but this is actually not about the cartoon today. We've determined that we needed to have an emergency episode of our podcast to uh, to talk about the recently released trailer for the Gem and the Holograms movie. Uh, because, wow, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, unfortunately, Mac is currently in the midst of a cross-country move, so we have uh, we have reined in a third guest podcaster, uh, my husband, John. Say hello, John. Hello, John. So, this trailer. It does not look promising. I saw some of the photos, I believe, um, two days ago, the, the promo photos that they released. I'm guessing now, in advance, like trying to get people hyped up for the trailer. It didn't work. The photos looked terrible. And that was kind of like preparing us for how bad the trailer was going to be. I'm not sure bad's the correct term. Boring is the correct term. Bland. Aggressively bland. No, which is funny because I would say in all the things that I've seen so far, which has been almost unilaterally negative, bland has been the operative word. Yeah, it's not that we weren't prepared for it to be bad. We just wanted it to be bad in an entertaining way. Oh, exactly. Like, I mean, I mean, most of the reviews I've seen are say, not saying that it looks, quote unquote, bad, as in just an awful movie, just just a movie. That's the problem. It shouldn't be just a movie. It's gem. It's gem. It's glamour. It's fashion. It's glitter. It's fame. It's all these things. And it's supposed to be exciting adventure. <laughs> On our way home, my wife and I were definitely discussing the trailer and we, we decided that gem is very polarizing, right? When you go see a gem movie, what should it do? You should either come out of it and be like, that was the dumbest pile of crap I've ever seen in my life. Or you should come out of the movie and go, that was the dumbest piece of crap I've ever seen in my life. It really does look like an original Disney movie. It looks incredibly low budget, which suggests to me that stripping out the sci-fi elements was a response to them not being given a lot of money. This is what I don't get. This is the weirdest part about, I mean, and granted, granted, just sort of big disclaimer here. Trailers, as we know it, are often really, really bad at imparting what the movie is actually about. I oh, mean, they lie. They lie You a remember lot. Bridge of Terramithia? I mean, Te- that was... Bridge to Terabithia. Well, same difference. Same movie. But, I mean, say. like, but, but the trailer, it does not look like there was any science fiction element, which, at its core, Gem is like sort of a contemporary sci-fi magical girl thing with, with look... I've, I've compared this thing to Macross minus robots before, and I will stand up and say that if you remove the robots from Macross, you're missing a lot, but it's still a pretty decent sci-fi drama. Yeah, no, it's... And that, that's what Gem should... I mean, I, I don't understand. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't understand this. I, how do you... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This whole thing has just left me confused it's as heck. confused, yeah. yeah. It appears that nobody had any faith in Jem's ability to sell tickets in the year of our Lord 2015, and so they basically turned it into a high school musical movie. Ah, yeah, uh, no, 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 exactly no, no. What I was thinking it's not even a high right. school musical movie. Let's put the cards on the table. This is Josie and the Pussycats, the movie, minus all of the tongue-in-cheek humor and self-awareness. It is about... A, a girl who is a little shy and awkward, but still kind of punky. She lives with her friends who are basically her sisters. Uh, they 
get discovered, there is a rich, manipulative woman who, at the core of this, wants to change the identity of the band from their sort of girl-powery friendship thing, uh, attempts to separate by manipulation the lead from the rest of the band, the lead who is in the title of the band, mind you, and then she realizes eventually what she's done, and she has to go and reconcile with her sister friends in order to make things right and make the band what it was in the first place. Yeah, that's not, that actually sounds exactly the same. And the thing about trailers is that a good trailer is supposed to give you the first act, uh, a highlight reel of the second act, and a little bit of a hint towards the, towards the twist at the end of the second act going into the third. From what we can tell, we've been given all the necessary story beats here. I would say they even gave us a little too much information. Yeah, you pretty much know the whole movie. Yeah. Speaking of that, I actually, uh, I've been sort of following this on, uh, the, uh, Tumblr account Gem and the Holograms, um, which they reblog a lot of our stuff, so thanks, by the way, gave a, made a list of the, uh, of sort of the log lines of this movie as this thing is developed. Our first one, Gem and the Holograms adaptation. A former orphan teenager and a music executive who has a secret rock star life joins her sisters on a music-driven scavenger hunt across Los Angeles in search of a final message left by their father. Two, slightly altered later release. In a hyperlinked social media age, an orphan teenage girl, Jerrica Jem Benton, becomes an online recording sensation, and she and her sisters embark on a music-driven scavenger hunt, one that sends them on an adventure across Los Angeles in an attempt to unlock a final message left by her father. Now, and here's our, here's the one that we seem to be going for with this trailer, as a small-town girl catapults from underground video sensation to global superstar, she and her three sisters begin a one-in-a-million journey of discovering that some talents are too special to be kept hidden. And Universal Pictures' Gem and the Holograms, four aspiring musicians will take the world by storm when they see that the key to creating your own destiny lies in finding your own voice. And a magical supercomputer that projects sci-fi holograms? No, that's stupid. What are you talking about? No. All right, do we want to go through my list of things I don't like about the gym trailer? Oh, we might as well. Point one. Now, this <laughs> this isn't my original one. I heard this from Annie, who heard it from the internet as a whole. Is Jerrica's lack of agency in creating the gym persona. Yeah, this was pointed out to me, and I think it's a very good point. It is a very good point. I think I saw it on Twitter. I, I forget the original source. Someone, someone from someone, someone got it from someone in the internet. Yes. The trailer says the inciting uh, incident of the movie is Kimber switching one of uh, Jerrica's private YouTube videos to public, which... Aside from the fact that it, like you said, it removes Jerrica's entire agency throughout the script, it's just a really awful thing to do to another human being. Yeah, it's it, and it's cyberbullying with a capital C. And let's talk about the fact that the gem identity appears to be given to Jerrica. Yeah, she doesn't take it for herself, which I really like about the comic. Yeah, the comic completely like the comic is two for two right now as far as as far as interpreting this thing in a more modern thing jerica creates the gem identity as an alter ego for herself to sort of act out and be the person that she's too shy to be yeah, yeah, yeah. number 2 that i do not like this film the trailer has zero cross demographic appeal you look at that trailer and what do you say? Oh, this is another uh, Cinderella chick flick. Yeah, teenage girl chick flick. Disney Channel original movie, which yeah, is which... the entire network is heavily marketed towards tween girls. Yes. Now, I don't. I'm going to go deep here because I've seen all sorts of commentary and I've read many things about good old Jim and the holograms. 
Here's the deal. Why did they bring in Christy Marks, the writer of Jim and the Holograms, we've, we've got to create Jim and the Holograms? Yeah. She wrote for G.I. Joe, right? Now, here's the thing. Granted, they got the director of a G.I. Joe movie to direct this movie. But where are the explosions? Where are the thugs? Where are the lions? Where are the lions? Where is Zip? There's no zipper. There's no zipper. I didn't even see any zippers in the clothes. No. There's no zipper. <laughs> this is zero cross-demographic appeal. This looks like it's four girls. And, you know, I mean, the whole theory behind Jim was there had to be an explosion before every cut so the boy, who is the brother, doesn't change the channel. And honestly, like, Jim is, like, we even talked about this in our episode about the uh, about the second issue um, of the comic. Jim had, Jim had tremendous cross-demographic appeal. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Not only that, but it's not only just, quote-unquote, for girls. It's for a specific kind of girl. I still can't believe they, I still can't believe they, they pulled a G.I. Joe guy to make a cartoon that was made by, by a G.I. Joe, Joe writer. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I, I, I never put that together. Yeah, I know. It's clever, right? If yeah. only it had gotten to some sort of result. That uh, we can also talk similar. about the fact, let's also talk about the fact that I believe some of the creative team involved, if not the director himself, is from Step Up. Oh, sure. The, the Step Up film series, which is loud and ridiculous and music-oriented. I like loud and ridiculous. Jim is supposed to be loud and ridiculous. And this is... Muted. This is, as mod number three is, Uh transition is bland, generic, and could be literally any music group ever. It could have any name on it, and the movie would be the same. I was talking about this on on Twitter and Tumblr and and very loudly to my brother over lunch. This is like this is like if they made a Metalocalypse feature film and they stripped out all the things that make Metalocalypse what it is, and it was just a movie about five teenage boys on their path to milk toast MTV stardom, and the only acknowledgement of the source material was that some of the characters occasionally said brutal. You would have the One Direction guys, except they call each other like William Murderface yeah, and yeah. Nathan Explosion uh, and Pickles. To be fair, I watch that film. Fish don't got no goods metals to listen only to. Only if one of them completely straight-faced does Swiss Guard for the entire movie. <laughs> That I would, I would, I would watch that. I kind of would. Uh, you saw a report somewhere, Annie, where it seems like this is a previous screenplay they may have just slapped Jim onto. I've heard rumors to that effect, but I haven't found the sources for that yet. But uh, there is a, but there are, there are, there are, there are whispers, surreptitious whispers the, across the, the internet that this is, that this is a pre-existing screenplay called Famous that Jim and the Holograms has been slapped onto. The um, the changing bylines suggest a lot of rewrites. Yeah. A lot. yeah. And the biggest crime is that it looks like it could have just had Jim and the Hologram slapped on it. Unlike the Mario Brothers movie. Unlike, well, the that's Mario a whole Mar- different is, baffling theory. That's a whole other baffling thing. But even if it is an original screenplay, the fact that it looks like it could be any screenplay, only they put Jim and the Holograms coming this fall to the CW. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that sort of dovetails into the fact that it, it look the trailer looks like that parody trailer of Marvel's Black Widow that Saturday yeah, Night this, Live yeah. did. Where it's just like, let's just take everything away from all of this character and make generic chick flick number 78. You know, I think it has the exact same beats in the trailer, too. It does! There were no misfits in this trailer. Where are the misfits? Not even just a hint of green hair. Nothing. No misfits. Their songs. Kit, are you look, listening? Their songs are better. I mean, you ask anyone on the street, you pull anyone off the street, and you say, hey, who are the villains to Jim and the Holograms? And you know what they'll say? They'll say, who the hell are you? 
Exactly. They will say, who the hell are you and who the hell are Jim and the Holograms? Because that shows a zillion years old and no one won't know what it is. But if you ask the right person <laughs> who cares about Jim and the Holograms, they will tell you Eric Raymond and the Misfits. But there are no Misfits. If You ca- you can't have Jim without the Misfits, I don't think. No. I think it falls apart. You gotta have You got to have a counterpoint band. You do. You have to have an evil band to... It's like Batman and the Joker. One is defined by the other. Exactly. exactly, and you can't just define them by evil corporate Eric Raymond, because Eric Raymond argue. is just a proxy for pizzazz. He's like really. a 43-year-old schlubby, sleazy dude. Yeah, like, he's hanging out with all and bugging all these like 21-year-old women for no good reason. What I'm, you know what I'm betting they're going to do is they're going to tease the misfits at the end of this movie, what, like pretending there's going to be a second movie. Absolutely, there will be the. Oh my god! No, no, it'll be the post-credit sequence. Oh god! I'm just talking about the Misfits Initiative. Yes. (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson is going to walk into the recording studio. I now want (laughs) this movie more than ever. I want this movie we're coming up with right now. (laughs) He's got Tekrat with his guys. Yes, Tekrat. He's an agent of of uh, of. I don't know. Starlight House. Starlight House. Starlight House. All right. Next point on my list of crazy things about the gym trailer that are super upsetting. Why is Rio a 37-year-old hot guy? He's not even that hot, and he doesn't have purple hair. He's grizzled, and his hair isn't crazy, and his pants aren't dumb, and everything's wrong. He's not kicking up a pot of plants. But Rio's way <laughs> too old for Jim in this, like, infinitely too old. So he's like what, like Erica Raymond's flunky? Or? I don't know, but he's a million years old. Infinitely too old, and, and like everything else, very, very bland. If they hadn't said that this guy was, like, explicitly said, this is Rio, I would not have known that was Rio. My next thing on the list is there's zero outlandish plot things going on whatsoever. No. There's no exciting adventure. No. Zero explosions. No thugs. Did no you lions. see any crazy thugs? No. And no no lions. No lions. No oil tankers about to crash. Yeah, no holograms to be to, to speak of. No houses set on fire. No, no bombs. No bombs. What else is ridiculous in Jim? I mean, every plot. Yacht, in yacht disasters. Yacht disasters? <laughs> was there a yacht disaster in that trailer? Did anybody go solo? Was well, it besides Jim. No, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to handle a Jim show that doesn't have the plot of the movie Speed in every episode. <laughs> Where we have to keep this record helicopter going 99 miles an hour. Otherwise, <laughs> or, the radio station explodes. Or the plot of Speed Racer. Or the plot of Speed 2 Cruise Control. This movie is just like a bland teen drama, not crazy over-the-top, the-house-burned-down drama. I mean, that's why you fall in love with Jim, right? Yeah, I mean, this should be... That's basically why you fell in love with this, right? Yeah, because every time I thought I had a handle on this show, I didn't. (laughs) Something bonkers happens, and you're like, why did something bonkers happen? But this is just like, oh no, she might go solo and forget the meaning of true friendship and sisterhood. Not Mm. pizzazz is trying to murder them again. Not Zipper took Kimber to a volcano and left her there to die. Not Techrat makes a time machine to send them back in time. Not let's solve our problems by pretending there's holographic lions and also holographic policemen, but then the real policemen show up and there's still lions? And then there's three Eric Raymonds. <laughs> Too many Erics. <laughs> Too many Erics. I only signed up for a few Erics. <laughs> this is a terrible vacation. The synergy line. What was that? Yeah, she says Showtime Synergy at some point during the trailer and rubs her earring. But there's, like, no indication that their actual holograms or Synergy will be involved. No, yeah. no zero indications. No, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I have a theory. Uh-oh. All right. Are you ready to feel miserable about everything? As ready as I ever am. 
All right, here we okay. go. Here's the idea. It makes Synergy sense. is going to be the plot point of her merging her two personalities together in a synergistic fashion, right? Right. Jim, Jerrica synergizing into being a full human being. It's all in her head. Divorce. I mean, it's I'm sort divorcing of miserable. You. And she's going to be like, Showtime Synergy, because Synergy is the new me synergizing between oh my, God. my gym persona and my Jerrica oh persona. Oh, my God. So she, so she abandons the gem stage name and instead becomes Synergy in the hologram. Yeah, that is where I'm going with this. That sounds perfectly miserable, but perfectly plausible within the world state that we are given in these two minutes. Get out of the apartment. I know it's awful. You're sleeping on the couch tonight. Yet it too. sounds miserable. Leave. Does that not sound terribly plausible you to you? You were tearing Kat? this marriage apart. I, I don't want to get involved in whatever domestic dispute is happening now. But that is my synergy theory, and I'm going to stick to it until proven otherwise. Because I worst. think that is so miserable, but it sounds so in line with oh what god. that trailer gave us. Oh my god. Alright, leaving on that awfully negative note. Mother cussing. Can we talk about some things that we may have <clears throat> semi-liked about the trailer? It didn't look offensively bad. It does not look offensively bad. It looks okay. But I mean, this could be any movie. But that also means movie. that I'm going to be bored in the theater. And and we we watch a lot of bad movies. We watch a lot of bad horror movies. And we've decided that the worst thing that you could possibly be while watching a movie is bored. That is the worst offense a movie can 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 commit. Aja was acceptably cast. They appear to have picked like the light, the palest black girl in the world to play Shayna. She is she is a mixed race. Her. I believe I believe it is said that her father is African American. She's very pale. You put movie Shayna next to comic and cartoon Shayna. It's a very jarring dis- difference. I'm not comfortable calling it whitewashing, but it's questionable. And also, it did not escape me that in the trailer they specifically named Jerrica and Kimber, but Aja and Shayna were just Aunt Bailey's foster kids, and they barely got any screen time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which again, questionable. Especially because I mean. Aja's the character who actually does stuff. Yeah, I like Aja. I like Aja a lot. She drives the car. She does. I really liked that scene where, like, the other holograms are yelling at at Jem, and she's crying, and the tears are running through her face makeup, but they aren't making the face makeup run. Wait, how did they do that? What did she set that makeup with? Because I want it. God, that makeup, though. That makeup. It's like, just, just... Just slap some pink on there. Just do Aww, it. See, I was going to say one of the things I like about it is I actually kind of like that costuming. I think it's pretty okay. The the makeup and the costuming, while incredibly low budget, also look more or less in line with what you could expect from the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I, I thought it was pretty good. It reminded me, especially her dress when she's solo, is very Gaga-esque in a good yeah, way. Right. I all think right, it's I'll give okay. you that. I'll I give think you that. that I think the costuming looked good. I really like Jim's makeup under the Jim persona. I think it's clever. It's all, all right. right. Not in the okay. scene where she wants to sign that guards on. No. That, that, that was really, that was a super bad outfit. No. But her like on stage outfits, those, those weren't bad in the trailer. I thought those were, right. were appropriately glam rocky. I'll see you guys that. I will say that out of everything that I've seen so far with these costumes, with these hairstyles, the, Dress that, that Jem is wearing in the stills, the one that is clearly trying to mimic the, the classic Jem pink dress with like the little side apron thing. That thing just seems like a mishmash to me. That's fair. I haven't, I haven't seen this costume. There's not a clear yet. line anywhere in there. I, yeah, the costumes, you know, look like a Forever 21 exploded all over the characters. No, that's that's fair, but I mean, I mean, that's sort of what you want in Jim. You want a contemporary like splatter house of of 
fashion. I guess. I mean, at the same time, I mean, they though, can't all be in their glittering gold outfits, which are some of the best ones in the entire show. Well, granted, but, I mean, glittering gold. Is but I mean, if we're if our cultural if our cultural touchstone here is Lady Gaga for the kind of thing that they should be aspiring. To. Yeah, it should be a little more over the top. Absolutely. At the same time, the Lady Gaga costumery, the way they were presenting it in the trailer, at least made it seem like that specifically kind of over-the-top fashion was symbolic of Jem slash Jerrica losing sight of real friendship and sisterhood, like it symbolically represents um, the, the, the losing your head and the fame and going solo, etc., etc. And the end of the movie, she will abandon that for the simpler couture of the stage, etc., etc., etc. Let me bring up another point, is that they did not use any glam rock in the trailer it was all like anemic alternative pop rock type stuff yeah and and what was weird was that i mean we can assume that that one that the first half of that the female vocal one that that was a song from within the movie but then you pop in another song from somebody else the one at the end was very concerning that's a male singing but i i liked the song at the beginning of the trailer i thought her little jerica song was pretty okay it wasn't particularly glam rocky but as we all know kimber writes the songs in this group Playing with the identity of who's the real Jim slash Jerrica is definitely a theme in the actual show. So, I mean, that's an okay theme to explore in the movie, though it doesn't seem like they're going to explore it in a good way at all. And I think the comic book's still set up to do it better. You are correct. Not only that, but I feel like that's, like, if, if we're operating on the assumption that this is going to be a franchise, as everything is, that seems like a, a second movie character arc. No, I would agree. Also, there's still no misfits. There's still no misfits. It, it, is, it has been approximately half an hour since we started recording, and there's still no misfits. Uh, my overall positive note about the trailer is that it was only two and a half minutes long. I mean, I do, I do want to, I, I'm generally an optimist, and, and while I have a sinking feeling about this, I do at least want to maybe give it the benefit of a doubt if we ever see another trailer, because, I mean, as we all know, trailers are terrible, but... I mean, when it comes right down to it, I'm going to go see this regardless. I think I think all three of us, plus Mackenzie, are going to have to I mean, go see this. you have to. I mean, regardless. We have a vested interest to go see anything that has gems slapped on it, even if it is, unfortunately, gem just slapped onto a pre-existing movie. Exactly. We made a commitment when we started doing this podcast, and we will honor that commitment, dang it. When we leave the theater, unlike, you know, being like, wow, that was crazy like, and ridiculous. Like, that was garbage yeah, yeah instead of being like that it's just gonna be like a prolonged what? sigh you're just gonna go see and you're just gonna go <sighs> it does not look like the kind of beautiful garbage that i would want from a gem movie no I think that's the problem no this movie should be about like what did i call it uh puppy boyfriend space space mix space space jupiter ascending that's the one yeah having seen jupiter ascending i'm pretty sure that they should have gotten the wachowskis to do this movie yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what it should be like. It should be that, like, over-the-top, ridiculous, bad, but enjoyable for no good reason sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Jim is excitement and adventure, and there's none of that in this movie. No, I'm not, ex- I can't, I'm not I can't, excited. I, can't, I cannot stress that enough. Once I once I come out of this movie a Jim girl, I will be exactly the same yeah. as I was before, except yeah. more. <sighs> I will also point out that the, uh, the guy they got to do this movie is the guy who did the second G.I. Joe movie, I believe. Which kind of is kind of telling, because I went to see the second G.I. Joe movie, and I went to see the first G.I. Joe movie, and I was with my mother both times, because this is the kind of garbage that we love. And the first G.I. Joe movie knew that it was a toy commercial. 
it embraced the fact that it was a toy commercial. There's a scene near the beginning of the movie where Channing Tatum, I can't remember his name, is on on the elevator down uh, with with the, the older guy whose name I can't remember. But they're on the elevator down, and they're passing through all these levels of like the GI Joe headquarters. And one of the levels is, I swear to God, a underwater like fish tank full of submarines doing simulation battles, and they just pass that. And it and, and and it's just one level on their way down to the bottom level of the base, and that for me is the quintessential moment of the GI Joe movie. And the second GI Joe movie did not have any of those things. It tried to take a much more realistic approach to GI Joe, and I think it suffered for you it. You can't be realistic with eighties cartoon no, movies. No, no, you can't. I think that about wraps up our our list of grievances. About this two-and-a-half-minute trailer that we've effectively wasted probably at least ten minutes on by the time we finally cut this. You probably shouldn't go see it, but we will. We'll go see it so you won't have to. So until next time, which will probably involve more cartoons at last, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. I guess I'm John. You are not Mackenzie. No, that is true. And this has been The Gem Jam, where the nail that sticks up gets outrageous.